Squadcast. Latest event, PPC news and trends. Squadcast. With Jamie and Johnny. Christmas special. Hello and welcome to the very first Christmas special of the Tag Digital Squadcast. As you may have seen on our social channels over the last few weeks, we've been on a mission to find out the event industry's favourite Christmas songs. We created a poll and sent it out to our clients and the results are now in. Join Johnny and I as we count down the official events industry Christmas Top 10. We will also be featuring some snippets from our fellow TAG colleagues as they share with us their favourite Christmas adverts of all time. It's been a tough year all round for the events industry but we've managed to get through it together. I think we can all agree that we could do with some extra festive cheer this year. So without further ado, why don't we kick things off with our number 10, Johnny? Yeah, thanks, Jamie. So our number 10 uh, in our Christmas chart is Thank God It's Christmas by Queen. And a fun fact on this one is that it was mainly written by Queen drummer Roger Taylor. Number 10. Oh 
In at number 10, we had Thank God It's Christmas by Queen, and that was a really interesting fact that it was actually Roger Taylor that wrote that, I didn't, I didn't know that at all. Um, and moving on to our number 9, we have Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen, and a fun fact about this one is that Bruce also does a version called Santa Claus is Fooling Around, which is about how Santa will steal your lady if you're not careful. Number 9.
So that was number 9, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. And as we mentioned before, Johnny and I have actually asked some of our colleagues to share with us their favourite Christmas adverts, either from this year or of all time. Uh, And first up, we're going to hear from our director, Laura. Enjoy. My favourite Christmas advert has been Amazon's The Show Must Go On, that features a little girl who has had her dancing display cancelled and her family and local community create a kind of COVID safe environment so that she can perform. Um, And it is very moving and emotional and perfect, I think, for 2020. So big thanks to Laura for sharing her favourite Christmas ad. Um, We'll get back to the Christmas charts now. Uh, We're at number eight and it's Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. Uh, apologies if I've butchered the pronunciation there. And a fun fact about this one is the original recording is the title track from his 1970 album, but the song didn't actually chart in the US until 
felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad So that was our number 8, it was Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano, and big well done to Johnny on the pronunciation. In at number 7 we have Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. And the fun fact on this one is that Judy Garland objected to an original line in the song which was Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, It May Be Your Last. And this was actually changed for the release. Enjoy! Number 7 Until then 
So that was Judy Garland with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And continuing on now, we're going to hear from Farisai, one of our paid social specialists, as she describes her favourite Christmas ad from 2020. My favourite Christmas advert, I would have to say, was the Sainsbury's advert, um, the gravy song one. When I saw that one, it was just, it definitely t- struck a nerve with me. And it was just, it was just so nice seeing that advert, seeing some diversity in there, especially, you know, since they did three different versions of like Christmas ads this year. And it was just so cute seeing the dad being so excited and bonding with his kids. So I really, really loved that one. Thanks for that, Farisai. And now back to the charts. And at number six, we have Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. And the fun fact for this one is that De La Soul sampled this for their song Simply Having on their album AOI Bionics. Enjoy. Number six.
was number six, uh, Paul McCartney with Wonderful Christmas Time. And that brings us nicely on to number five, uh, which is Wizard, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, a personal favourite of mine. And the fun fact on this one is that engineer Steve Brown turned the air conditioning down to its coldest setting whilst Wizard were recording the song to help create a wintry feel. Enjoy. Number five.
Number five. So we're now halfway through the charts, and that was number five. I wish it could be Christmas every day by Wizard, which is also a personal favourite of mine, Johnny. Uh, and next up, we have our marketing guru, Steph, and she's the third member of the Tag Digital team to run through her favourite Christmas ad. Take it away, Steph. My favourite Christmas advert is definitely the John Lewis and Waitrose 2019 ad with Edgar the Dragon. Um, I love the music in it. It's just so emotional. It definitely pulls on the heartstrings. And Edgar the Dragon is just so cute and everyone loves a happy ending. So that's definitely a memorable one for me. Yeah, thanks for that, Steph. Um, it must have been hard choosing a favourite from the John Lewis ads. Um, I know my favourite John Lewis ad was the one with, I want to say Lily Allen recorded the song for it. Um, but yeah, good choice. So back to our music charts. Um, we're going to go in with number four now, which is Elton John and Step Into Christmas. Um, and the fun fact for this one is that the song was written on a Sunday morning and was then recorded in the afternoon at London Trident Studios. So, well done Elton John. Here we go! Number four. Christmas card to stay 
number four. So that was number four, Step Into Christmas by Elton John, and what an absolute tune that is. Now moving into our top three, and the next tune is an absolute guilty pleasure for everybody, and it's All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. And the interesting fact for this one is quite modern and up to date. Whilst this song was actually released in 1994, the year I was born, it actually only reached number one in the UK last week. Brilliant song. Enjoy. Number three. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. Make my wish come true All I want for 
So that was our number three, All I Want for Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. And I think Johnny would agree with me what an absolute tune that is. I absolutely hate that song. Um, I love Christmas and the only two things that I dislike about Christmas is that song and anything sung by Michael Bublé. So, apologies. You'll be very disappointed when we tell you my uh, my Christmas top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I know we've been hearing from some of our colleagues on what their favourite Christmas adverts are, but what's actually your favourite Christmas advert, Johnny? Yeah, so I'm going to go very, very... I don't know if stereotypical is the the right word. Uh, I'm going to go for the Coca-Cola Christmas advert um, because it really isn't Christmas until you've seen that advert. Um, I mean, I don't don't even watch much TV, uh, but I will actively watch TV towards the end of November every year just to see the advert. And yeah, it, it does help that Coca-Cola is definitely a guilty pleasure of mine as well, uh, unfortunately. So yeah, I just love the advert and it's obviously worked on me as well. So marketing does work. Um, so how about you, Jamie? What would you say that your uh, favorite Christmas ad is? Yeah, I mean, I think the Coca-Cola advert is a firm favorite for most people, but um, one of my favorite in the most recent years has actually been the the Sainsbury's advert, but not this year, from 2014 I think it was, uh, and it was the 100 year anniversary of um, when the soldiers in World War One stopped on Christmas Day to play a game of football, and I just thought that was such an, an amazing advert, um, I think it was in partnership with the Royal British Legion, I could be wrong, but um, I just thought it was a very powerful advert, but it also you know, gave you that kind of warm Christmas feeling as well. Yeah, I mean, that's a story that we kind of got taught when we were in school. Uh, I don't know how accurate it is. I think, I believe it did happen. Um, But yeah, I love that advert. So back to our Christmas chart now. Um, We're at number two. And I think this one might be a little bit controversial going in at number two. Um, We've got The Pogues featuring Kirsty McCall with Fairy Tale of New York. And the fun fact for this one is that Shane McGowan was born on Christmas Day. Number two. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me, won't see another one. Sang a song, the rare old mountain dew. I turned my face away and dreamed about you. God, I'm the lucky one. Came Years from beginning, so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true.
So that was uh, number two in our Christmas chart, The Pogues and Kirsty McCall with Fairy Tale of New York. Um, so we've heard kind of the event industry's top, well, nine so far, number one to come. Um, but Jamie, do you want to run me through your top ten? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can do it. It's quite a, I mean, you probably will disagree with a lot of this selection, even though we have a very similar music taste outside the Christmas uh Christmas music landscape, but um, yeah, I'll run through quickly and you can try and keep your mouth shut. Um, I'll try. So at number 10, I have Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade. Um, At number 9, I have Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. At number 8, I have some Michael Bublé with Cold December Night. Mm. I think Michael Bublé deserves to be in a top 10 at Christmas. Not at the top, but definitely in there. Um, at number seven, I have Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson, which is an absolute tune. Um, at number six, I have Christmas, brackets, Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Number five, I have All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Number four, Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Number three, Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Ray. Uh, number two, I have Step Into Christmas by Elton John, and my all-time favourite Christmas song at number one is This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Yeah, so 
there are obviously a number of things in that list that I disagree with. Um, I mean, Michael Bublé, the only top 10 he should really be in is a top 10 things that I'd like to blast into space. Um, Heartbroken. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't enjoy Michael Bublé. Um, I feel like he just gets like frozen during the summer and then when it comes to Christmas they just start defrosting him just so he's nice and uh, defrosted just in time for Christmas music coming out in the shops. Yeah, I mean maybe they just keep him in Australia so when it's the summer in Australia over over the Christmas period that's when he just thaws out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, big respect for putting Elton John at number two. Um, He's, he's very close to that in mind. So do you want me to run through mine and then you can maybe criticise it? Yeah, go on. I'm too kind though. So, <laughs> so my number 10 is A Spaceman Came Travelling by Christopher. Number 9, Little Drummer Boy by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Number 8 is Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. And then number seven is a bit of a left field choice, Alone on Christmas Day by Phoenix. Number six is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Number five is another very left field option, especially for someone that loves positivity around Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas So We'll Stop by Frightened Rabbit. Number four is your number two, Step Into Christmas by Elton John. Number three, Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade. Number two is Fairy Tale of New York by The Pogues and Kirsty McCall. And then number one is my mantra, I wish it could be Christmas every day by Wizard. So what do you think? I mean, I can't really argue with that, but I also would argue that there isn't any bad Christmas songs out there. So it's just opinions, just opinions. Um, I mean, I'd, l- I'd like to kind of point out that Band-Aid hasn't featured in either of our top 10 um, and I'd probably say that's because that's a bad Christmas song. I like that song, but the original one, not the not the one with like Dizzy Rascal in it. Or who, yeah, <laughs> Dizzy Rascal it. and probably Robbie Williams. Yeah, that one. That one's bad, I must admit. <laughs> okay, um, so shall we now look ahead to 2021 then? Um, the year where hopefully everything gets back to normal and we can live life and go outside and other things that we've missed out on this year. Um, yeah. No, I, th- I think I think with 2020 coming to an end, I don't think we're going to miss it in any way, shape or form. Although it's brought us quite you know, new and interesting things in the events industry, like virtual events and how do we actually cope with with this kind of change? How do we keep the events industry, you know, alive and going? And you know, in our our aspect, how do we keep marketing the events industry when physical events can't actually happen? I think we're well and truly excited to see what's going to happen in 2021. Now that you know, there's things like vaccines available, and you know, we're starting to see normality kind of start starting to come back. Um, you know, places like Dubai and, and, and somewhat Germany as well, we're starting to actually see in-person events returning. So you know, we're really excited for that. I think um, one thing I'm really excited for or can't wait is for a bit more stability within the auctions, um, particularly across Google Ads. They've just been a bit volatile the last, you know, 
10 months and you know I'm really looking forward to being able to predict uh, a bit better and you know project performance a lot more effectively for our clients um, I don't know if you have anything else that you're looking forward to Johnny yeah I mean I definitely echo what you've said about the auctions and um, that's been the same on the social platforms as well um, with LinkedIn it's not been too bad um, but I think that's probably just because LinkedIn's very expensive as it is um, so everything else is kind of just taken a step towards LinkedIn's pricing structure this year um, but on Facebook for sure the CPMs that we were getting um, in 2020 compared to 2019 um, were just so far off each other um, so we're hoping that it'll go back down to 2019 levels there um, I'm excited next year at the prospect of a lot of hybrid events I still think the the level of maybe trust that people have in going to an in-person event or a physical event um, however you want to call it um, that might take a little bit of time to come back uh, hopefully not but it might do um, but we've seen the success of virtual events this year so the prospect of, of hybrid events does interest me and I think there's going to be a lot that we can do there um, and obviously when when we are running virtual event campaigns that's data that you can carry forward to the physical events um, whenever they resume so yeah I think that'll be really really good yeah absolutely I think hybrid events especially are going to be massive in 2021 and I think a lot of our clients from this year who have you know kept their campaigns running in some way shape or form via virtual events or just keeping their website you know remarketing lists up to date etc etc I think they're really going to benefit uh, as we move into 2021 and we really you know are thankful for you know all our clients who have stuck by us in 2020 and you know moved with the times with us and and We've had a lot of learning to experience this year, let's, let's just say that, and uh, I think a lot of our clients have been aware of that as well, and they're keen to see what can be learned. This is a, 2020 was a great year for being able to gather data, gather learnings. Is virtual the right way for us, or whether should we, we should just hold off and um, just plan purely physical events? So yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of data that we have, now have our fingers on, and uh, it's ex I'm excited to see how we can you know, use that data going forward into 2021. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the most important thing for next year that everyone's excited about is just getting back to how life was 12 months ago, 18 months ago. Um, and just, yeah, being able to enjoy ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, as soon as we can actually attend physical events, people will just, you know, be drawn to them because it's almost as if, like, oh, I wasn't able to do this, but now I can, now I can do it, so I'm, I'm definitely going to go. It'll maybe put a lot of people from that were probably in a maybe camp into, yes, I'm definitely going. So, um, yeah, we just need to see what's going to happen, but I'm hoping it's, it's going to be all very positive. I'm sure it will be. So thanks for joining us for this Christmas special. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed the festive tunes and our brief look at 2021. We will be back in the new year with our 
regular content. So don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform, whether that be Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. And if you can't wait until 2021, you can find more content on our website at tagdigital.co.uk. From me, Jamie, and the rest of the team here at Tag Digital, we hope you have a lovely Christmas and a very happy new year. And we'll leave you with the number one from our Christmas chart, which is Last Christmas by Wham. And Jamie, do you want to do our um, fun fact for this final one? Uh, Sure. So the fun fact about Last Christmas is that it's the biggest selling single in the UK chart history not to reach number one, which I find absolutely crazy. That is crazy. There's always next year. There is always next year. Yeah, maybe it'll have a a Mariah moment and hit its number one way after it came out. So without further ado, here's Last Christmas by Wham. Happy holidays. We'll see you in the new year. Number one. Number one.